This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 9th of September. In your sport today, the NFL season kicks off. Australia's epic cricket comeback. Carlos Alcaraz escapes the US Open quarters. And another weekend of footy finals. This is your sport today. It's a big day in the US. The National Football League season kicks off today in Los Angeles with the defending Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams, playing this year's favorites, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, The NFL is absolutely huge in the States. I don't think we can state that enough. Luce, tell us just how big it is. So let's compare it to the AFL, the biggest league in Australia. This week, the AFL signed a new broadcast deal worth $4.5 billion for seven years. In March last year, the NFL signed an 11-year deal worth $167 billion. (laughs) Now, the US is obviously much, much bigger than Australia, but the NFL reports 208 million people watched last year's Super Bowl, which is roughly two-thirds of the country. Last year's AFL Grand Final was watched by 3.9 million viewers here in Australia, which is about 15% of the population. So it's massive and it's expensive. The average ticket price for the cheapest game of the season is $235. Yeah, that's for the Seattle versus Detroit match early next month. Uh, a lot of games do have tickets from around 50 bucks, but I checked out that Detroit game loose. The cheapest ticket available now is 170 bucks, and you're up in the nosebleeds, so bring your binoculars. Uh, so that's the NFL kind of off the field. Tell us about the teams and what we could expect this season. Well, you've already mentioned the defending champions, the LA Rams. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl last year, so they're expected to be good again this season. The Bills are the favourites. Their quarterback, Josh Allen, is a superstar and is tipped to be the league's most valuable player this season. What makes him dangerous is he can throw like an elite quarterback, but also run with the ball, so he's twice as dangerous. You've probably heard of Tom Brady. He's 45 and unretired to go around again with Tampa Bay. But the Super Bowl this year is being held in Arizona. It's held in a different city every year. But fun fact, the home side of the Super Bowl venue has won the comp the last two years. In the previous 54 seasons, the home team didn't even make the Super Bowl, let alone win it. So Arizona Cardinals fans will be hoping there's a three-peat this year for sure. Uh, you can watch the games on Friday, Monday, and Tuesday mornings here in Australia on 7 Mate, Foxtel, and KO. And you can get all the games with NFL Game Pass. To cricket now, and Australia regained the Chapel Hadley Trophy last night with a remarkable comeback win over New Zealand. The Aussies won by 113 runs, but loose, it didn't look like they'd even make 100 at one stage. Yeah, things did not look good when the Aussies were 5 for 54, batting first up in Cairns. Skipper Aaron Finch made his fifth duck of the year, but only one batter in the top five scored double figures. That was Steve Smith. He top scored with 61, but it was Taylanders Mitch Stark and Josh Hazelwood who gave the Aussies some momentum. They scored 48 for the last wicket to get Australia to 9 for 195. Stark then got a wicket in his first over, and the wickets just 
games kept coming. New Zealand were bowled out for 82, their second lowest score against Australia. Adam Zampa claimed five wickets for the first time, and Sean Abbott finished with the incredible figures of two for one from five overs. Yeah, an amazing result for the Aussies there. Sean Abbott, unbelievable in his first game for a little while. Uh, the Aussies, they're now 2-0 up with a match to play. That one's on Sunday. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile apps. We know the Chapel Hadley series is contested between New Zealand and Australia's men's teams. What's the series called between Australia and New Zealand's women's teams? Luce, give us a clue. Well, there's a flower in the name. There is a flower in the name. There's also a cricket kind of term in the name as well. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. We've got no Aussies left in the singles at the US Open, but the tournament keeps rolling on. The men's semifinals are all set after Spanish teenager Carlos Alcaraz won a five-set epic that ended at nearly 3 a.m. local time, Luce. Lucky we're not in New York because I wouldn't have got much sleep that night no given way. we get up so <laughs> early. Yeah. Alcaraz beat Italian Yannick Sinner 6-3, 6-7, 6-7, 7-5, in a match that lasted 5 hours and 15 minutes. It didn't start until 9.35pm in New York and finished at 2.50am the next day. That's the latest finish to a match at the US Open ever and Alcaraz said after the match he didn't know how he won it. He's going to play in the semis tomorrow against American Francis TFO and TFO said he hoped Alcaraz and Sinner had a marathon match so he got his wish. <laughs> the women's semis are up today. Igesh Viontek plays Arena Sabalenka and Caroline Garcia plays Ons Jabour. They're up from 9am this morning. Yeah. Two great semifinals coming up. And I'll tell you what, some of the shots in that Alcaraz Sinner game, unbelievable. I've put the highlights in the show notes. Uh, We've got some Aussies in action today as well in New York. Storm Sanders and John Pierce are in the mixed double semifinal. And then after that, Aussie Ellen Perez and her partner, Nicole Malakar Martinez, are in the women's double semis. You can watch all the US Open on Nine Jam and Stan Sport this morning. If you're a footy fan of either Aussie Rules or Rugby League, you're in for a treat this weekend because it's finals time in both the men's comps. It's week one of the NRL finals loose with four massive games this weekend. Four big games, four pretty big rivalries as well. Tonight in Penrith, it's the Western Derby between the Panthers and the Eels. Penrith are the defending premiers, but the Eels have beaten them twice this season. On Saturday, the Raiders play the Storm. The Storm are the favourites, but the Raiders have won their last three against them in Melbourne. On Saturday night, it's North Queensland playing Cronulla at Shark Park. Cowboys halfback Chad Townsend plays his old club in this one, so he might get a few boos from from the crowd. <laughs> and on Sunday, it's the Roosters and the Rabbitohs for a second week in a row. Both teams have some big names back, so it's anyone's game. One thing is for certain, though, the loser is going to be knocked out. Yep. The loser goes home, loose everything to play for this weekend. Uh, in the AFL, we've got the Demons playing the Lions tonight at the MCG. And at the MCG tomorrow, it's Collingwood playing Frio. The winners of those games go through to the preliminary finals. So much to look forward to, loose. We can't wait. Absolutely. It's going to be a massive weekend of footy. Each year, a new edition of the NBA video game 2K series is released and one of the big talking points is the overall ratings the players get. Uh, The game comes out today, but 2K Sports has drip-fed some of the player ratings and some of the real players loose, they ain't real happy. 
Uh, some of these ratings have definitely been taken to heart. So <laughs> Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the world, was given the second highest rating of 96, just one point behind Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo. But Durant called out the guy who finalizes the ratings, a guy named Ronnie, and said it's laughable he's not 99, which is the <laughs> highest rating you can get. Clay Thompson was rated 88 for his three-point shooting, but as he pointed out, he's made the second most three-pointers in the playoffs and called the 2K guys bums. <laughs> ben Simmons is the highest rated Aussie player with a rating of 83 and young gun Josh Giddy is one behind him. Luce, what would you rate yourself out of 100? Well, I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm close. So maybe 90? <laughs> That's a good shout. I'm in the 60s somewhere way down the list. All right, before we go, time for Catch This, and we can't finish the show without mentioning the big news about Queen Elizabeth II passing away this morning, aged 96. She was queen for 70 years, and in that time, she was present at some of the biggest sporting events in the world. One of my favorite stories about the queen was how Australian fast bowler Dennis Lee asked for her autograph when the team met her during the 1977 centenary test in Melbourne. The queen politely declined, but a few weeks later, Lily got a signed picture in the mail. That's all class from the Queen. Uh, Luz, what about you? Well, as you said, Sam, the Queen was present at some of the biggest sporting events in the world and none bigger than the Football World Cup final and the Olympics. She handed England the World Cup trophy in 1966, the first and only time the men's team have won it so far. And at the 2012 Olympics in London, there was a great video package of the Queen making her way <laughs> to the opening ceremony with the help of 007 James Bond. They took a chopper to the stadium and parachuted out. Well, maybe not actually parachuted out, <laughs> but it just showed that the Queen had a sense of humour. Yeah, I've watched that video too many times, Liz. It is outstanding. I've put it in the episode notes. You can check it out. Uh, there's going to be lots of tributes to the Queen over this weekend at all the different sporting matches. Just today, England's test match against South Africa will be postponed, so no play on day two there at the Oval. Um, if you want to hear more about the Queen's death and what happens next, check out the Squiz Today podcast. Claire and Siobhan will fill you in with all that's going to happen. Uh, find that in your favorite podcast app. All right, before we go, Luce, this is a big weekend of sport coming up we're going to do the answer to today's trivia question we want to know what the series is called between australia and new zealand's women's cricket teams chapel hadley for the men what is it for the women loose you said there's flower in the name and that is because it's called the rose bowl it is the rose bowl has been going on for decades uh australia very dominant in that series uh all right i think that's us done for this week a huge week of sport again with a huge weekend of sport coming up there's f1 there's footy aflw nrlw so much to look forward to Lucy and i will be back with you on monday to wrap it all up and set you ahead for the next week thanks for listening catch you on monday